Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, State of Origin kicking off later tonight, Game 1 of the 2022 series, and I thought, who better to bring on this morning than random stats guy, we're going to go through our, his, sorry, his New South Wales and his Queensland teams based on his stats, Rando, what's doing mate? Mate, it's my favourite time of the year, State of Origin, I'm looking forward to this series as a Queenslander, it's one that we actually got a shot at. Um, so I'm really keen to see how the next three games pan out, starting with the uh, opener tonight. Now, mate, as a Queenslander, would you dare show your face out there at our uh, Homebush tonight? <laughs> um, yeah, I actually will. I actually will. The most confident I've been since uh, that eight-star series that we won in a row. So um, I will be rocking the jersey out at the local pub, uh, that is for sure. Mate, uh, we're actually doing a live show out there. You should, uh, you should pop in and say hello. Mate, you wouldn't know who I am. I'm just... Completely anonymous. No one would know who I am. You're the guy with the uh, red and white striped uh, jumper on and, and the beanie on, aren't you? With, with the dog next to you. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I might have to. Uh, I might have to hunt you down at the end of the game if uh, if the Blues get up. We'll see how we go there. But uh, mate, we've got your New South Wales and your Queensland sides, and uh, some pretty interesting picks here. Will we? Uh, will we dive into the Blues one first? Yeah, absolutely. And these ones are just completely based off like the statistical formula we've been doing all year, I guess, and just combining um, those ratings. And uh, yeah, this is a team that have come out on top and a few uh, interesting picks compared to Freddie's, but I'm happy to take a deep dive and explain them. Well, mate, compared to Freddie's, I'll have a look at the back line. There's only two picks uh, that are the same, and one of them is the fullback, James Tedesco. Uh, I personally think he's probably the first picked by Freddie as the skipper in this side, Teddy. Uh, he's got a score of 81 next to his name there on your rankings. Tell us about Teddy, and was he uh, the clear number one there for the Blues? Yeah, absolutely. James Tedesco was the, the standout number one for um for the Blues here, I don't think there were too many coming to, to grab his attention, although there was some speculation um, that there might have been a, a, an extra player in that role. But no, Teddy, he's been really good, especially in the last six games. He's really shown his true colours and 
earned that fullback jersey. He is the captain of the Blues after all. Um, and I think uh, the Roosters, they've scored 123 points in their last four games. I know he didn't play in that last one, probably why they lost, but he's been so um, so good in uh, attack for them running around the park. I think he's only uh, made 200 metres plus in four games this season. And in the last six, he's done it three times in that um, in that little period. So he's definitely come to form at the right part of the season. Mate, when I have a look at your wingers, obviously two different wingers, two Freddie's picks, and all the talk this week has been about Brad Fittler's selections uh, on the wings and Josh Adokar's the guy that a lot of people think was unlucky to miss out. Not only is the two that Freddie picked missed out, but so has Josh Adokar for your two picks. Who have you got on the wings? I've chosen uh, Taylor and May. I thought he's had an incredible start to the season. Part of that would be uh, his incredible try-scoring seats so far. It's been absolutely amazing to, to see him um, as a player. And also Ruben Garrick I've had there. I think Ruben Garrick has been really underrated. Um, he really gets his shot if a winger goes down um, and Addo Carr's not next in line. I think he's been absolutely brilliant for the Manly Seagulls out on that wing. Uh, what we haven't seen, uh, obviously last week he was he was definitely the best player on the field for the Manly Seagulls. Scored 24 points, uh, ran for 225 metres. Um, just a real a real gun and a great finisher. And I thought he was a bit unfortunate that if anyone was to um, eclipse the Fox, I thought Ruben would be the man. Mate, in the centres, we've got two absolute weapons this year that have been killing it. Uh, they're both South Sydney juniors as well. One's playing for a different club, but Sifatalakai, he went on an absolute tear for a couple of weeks there. And I imagine that those points would, would still be keeping him up at the very top. Yeah, absolutely. The very start of the season, um, he absolutely was killing it. He's obviously come off a little bit uh, ever since that. The words around Origin Centre came into mind, especially after that Manly game. But at the start of the season, he was just too good statistically. And that's why he uh, definitely gets that starting centre role with 74 rating. Another player who was interesting to miss out was Campbell Graham. I thought he's been absolutely exceptional for the South Sydney Rabbitohs this season. I know the Rabbitohs themselves haven't been going too well um but he has been absolutely amazing great run meters as well on top of that i had that the graham talakai center combo have combined combined for 27 try involvement 140 average run meters and uh 14 uh tackle breaks uh a game as well between the two of them so really unfortunate there that the that graham and talakai weren't able to make it but um i'm sure that the, the combo of Christ and Stag um, and uh, obviously Jack Wyden starting there or off the bench, we're not too sure just yet, um, can definitely do the job for New South Wales. But I thought those two were pretty unlucky. Mate, I thought Talakai and Graham, I, you know, I wasn't surprised when they weren't named, but I really thought Campbell Graham, <clears throat> like he'd been consistent enough and good enough the entire season to play there. So if I was Campbell Graham, I would consider myself a little bit unlucky, but I definitely think his time will come. Mate, 5-8. Um, Freddie's obviously gone with the Penrith halves. You've got a different 5-8 to Freddie here, and it's an interesting one. Um, he's a guy that I don't know who I expected to be here, but I probably didn't expect this guy. Tell us about Matty Burton. Yeah, Matty Burton has been quite incredible flying under the radar there at the Bulldogs he actually currently leads the NRL in uh, kick meters his kicking game has been really exceptional for the dogs obviously you can tell that doesn't equate to points but he's been really running them um, around the park so far and I thought he was really unlucky uh, not to get uh, a starting spot 
for New South Wales. Obviously, you can't break that Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary chemistry. Um, you never were going to do that. But, um, yeah, I thought Matty Burden consider himself pretty unlucky not to be um, up there in the end because I thought he's been playing really well for the Dogs. Six tries, um, three tries himself. Uh, but, you know, Jerome Luai, he's also been up to the task as well. He's had nine tries and six tries of late, especially running into origin. He's starting to, to find his groove. But, yeah, Matt Burden, did unlucky in my, in my regards. Mate, the halfback, he sort of picks himself, Nathan Cleary. But there have been some pretty in-form halfbacks running around uh, in the NRL this year that were uh, eligible for New South Wales selection. Uh, who are the guys that were close uh, to taking over from Cleary? Easily Mitch Moses. I thought he was seriously unlucky not to um, get a spot. He's had, nineteen, obviously, 19 tries this so far this season, leading the comp in that. He's been such a great uh, game manager, setting up um, creating points, but there can only be Nathan Cleary. Another guy who um, may be a bit old now, and I understand why he might not even be considered in the reserves, but I had Adam Reynolds up there as well. I thought him, he's been statistically great for the uh, Brisbane Broncos so far. Um, he's got 11 tries to his name in just nine games as well. Um, four tries on top of that. Uh, he's just been killing it um, at the moment as a half, but yeah, Nathan Cleary, He's also not. He's also played the same amount of games as um, Adam Reynolds. They both have the same try assist. Adam Reynolds actually has more try involvements, but his kicking game, his um, his line engagements. There's so much to like about Nathan Cleary um, that, as a player, that you just can't really take him off the side. To be honest, I think he he will be the long term New South Wales seven. Now, mate, as I have a look at the forward pack that you've picked, you must be pretty stoked about this because it's pretty damn close to what Freddie has picked. And I would argue the ones that you've got wrong, um, they're probably circumstantial, realistically. Uh, you've got the Brisbane, from the Brisbane Broncos, Payne Haas. He was your first front rower picked. Um, I don't think this will shock anyone that on your stats he has brained it. So we probably don't need to go too deep into Haas. But the other guy's an interesting one, David Clemmer. I think many people feel like he has been um, the best front rower as far as all the guys from New South Wales this year. It obviously seems that him and Freddie, they potentially don't see eye to eye. He keeps on overlooking him for essentially anyone else in Newcastle, let alone New South Wales. Um, You must be pretty happy with those two picks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, enough said about Payne House. He he probably is a million-dollar man, as he's been uh, portrayed in the papers. Um, Absolute statistical god um, in the front row. He's always in my team of the week when we do this. So enough about him. But David Clemmer, I thought, was really unlucky. Second for offloads, third for metres um, run per game as a prop. And he also has a 95% tackle efficiency. So doing enough in defence and also attack, especially defence um, when you consider that he's in a, in a losing side such as Newcastle as well. So thought David Clemmer a bit unlucky. I don't know how he gets out of his origin exile because um, if he's not picked on the form he's in at the moment. Um, I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel for him. Now, mate, the rest of the forward pack is uh, essentially all guys that Brad Fittler picks, so that's great to see at hooker. Damien Cook, I imagine uh, the amount of tackles he does every week, along with the occasional attacking upside, he would have absolutely shit into your side. Yeah, absolutely. Easily an easy hooker there. I don't think there were any other players roaming around in that hooker region um, for New South Wales. I think your next one's Blake Braley, who's rated uh, 20 points below Damien Cook. So you've got to take Cookie here. 
Mate, your two back rowers, one of them is Cam Murray. He's obviously been picked in the starting team for the New South Wales Blues. Your other one is Ryan Madison, who he might not be starting, uh, but he's on the bench. So another great pick there by yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think Ryan Madison is probably one of the most underrated players. He's obviously coming off the bench most of the time for the Parramatta Eels, um, obviously with Papa Litty and Sean Lane starting ahead. Um, but I think if the Dolphins can secure his signature, um, that would be a big win for them, a big loss for Parramatta. He averages the second most um, run meters from... Uh, sorry, he averages the most second row uh, run meters um, above his own teammate, Isaiah Papali'i, and that's uh, the fact that he actually plays 18 minutes on average less than Papali'i. Um, he's killing it in offloads, tackle breaks. He's also... Um, killing it in 24 of each uh, and also tackling 272 uh, tackles, which averages out to be around 27 tackles a game. And that's all in a 58-minute stint. So minute for minute, he is, uh, he is a, a statistical uh, elite athlete, Ryan Madison. And, I, and no, he doesn't get the raps he deserves, unfortunately. Mate, he's like watching the fucking Terminator at the moment, Ryan Madison. It's been incredible. <laughs> Mate, the lock forward, um, he seems to pick himself in my team of the week. Every single week, he picks himself now in the Panthers, the New South Wales, the Kangaroos side, and in your uh, statistical side, Isaiah Yo. I imagine, um, like a few of the other guys in this team, he would have shit into this spot. Yeah, absolutely. He is uh, an incredibly, incredibly gifted um, athlete. He's got a great rugby league mind, which a lot of pundits have have said about it. The way that he engages the line and attack, he does it. He's done 134 times this season. His opposite number this weekend, Ruben Cotter, has only engaged the line 11 times so far this season. So that's a huge difference in how these two t- two players um, play. What's really interesting is that Isaiah Yo, this whole season, he hasn't conceded a try. He hasn't been the cause of a try. He's only been the cause of one line break in the whole. 12 games he's played this season, which is absolutely incredible. Um, only Cameron Murray is the other player to not concede a try um, and play that similar amount of games. Um, I know he's missed a couple there, but still nine games and no tackle, no tries conceded either. Um, it's quite incredible uh, how Isaiah Yo in attack and defence is just such the ultimate player. I would also argue, mate, he would have played more games than anyone over the last two years when it comes to rep football, when it comes to final series, regular season. It's incredible uh, what this guy is able to do. Mate, I have a look at your bench, and all four guys you've picked here, none of them will feature uh, in the New South Wales Blues team later tonight, but um, there's a couple of them that I think I would have had in my team. Probably three of them I would have had in my team. Run me through your bench. Yeah, at obviously, uh, Nico Hines, I thought, was extremely unlucky. Uh, they've obviously gone with the, the centre, Stephen Crichton, in that 14 jumper. I thought Nico Hines has been absolutely incredible. He's in the top five players um, statistically this season. Um, and he can add a little bit of flair and creativity off the bench as well for the Blues. So really shocked about that choice that he wasn't picked. Uh, Tyson Frizzell was another player, I thought, um, deserved the shot. He has been equally as good at second row for the Newcastle Knights. Another night that has been let down. Um, it's, it's a running theme, honestly, with Freddie and the team, the team that the players play for is form, um, as well in some selections. He averages 30 tackles and over 100 meters, um, a game. So that's been unlucky for Tyson Fazell. Angus Crichton is probably the biggest one that I was surprised about that he wasn't included. I think his form 
the last few games has been absolutely incredible. Because my man of the, uh, he was the top uh, second rower in the Raiders Roosters game, gone past, and he's just gone from strength to strength. He's another player with the same sort of statistics as Tyson Brazil, over a hundred meters run per game and over ta- thirty tackles made. So I thought that was unlucky. And Ken Kaloma Tungi um, on the bench there to round it all off. Uh, similar rating as Angus Crichton, both with 70. I thought he was um, really hard done by. He's run 109 metres, so even more than Crichton and Frizzell. Um, 24 tackles um, as well that he averages. Two tackle breaks. He's just a, a real tough character to bring down um, when uh, in attack. So uh, a few um, few tough decisions, but the second rows for New South Wales is such a tightly contested position, to be honest. Mate, absolutely stacked bench there. A couple of guys that I agree, I think they've been very unlucky. Angus Crichton, probably the standout for me there. Pretty uh, obviously fair to say that Nico Hines has been incredibly unlucky too. And Coleman Tungy, fuck, he has just improved out of sight. And of course, he was a guy that Freddie brought into camp last year. So he's well and truly aware of this kid. Um, and we're starting to see the benefits coming off the back of that. Mate, let's move to your Queensland Maroons. And uh, I just had a quick glance over the side. Mate, you've got pretty damn close here just quietly. Yeah, not too bad. A few, uh, a few tough decisions um, around the outside backs, but for the most part, I think it is pretty uh, bang on, to be honest. Mate, let's start at fullback, and this is probably um, the roguest one of them all, but you can also understand it because <laughs> realistically, KP hasn't really been setting the world alight. And when you think about the Queensland fullbacks that are available, realistically, none of them have really been lighting it up this year. You've gone for Reese Walsh here from the New Zealand Warriors, who um, he's been good without being great, but I would probably argue that he has been better than KP this year. But you just know that KP is going to do something different uh, when it comes to state of origin, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And these two um, fullbacks are really close. They're really lowly rated. Taylor Ponga coming into this season was among the top 10 um, statistically influential players in the NRL. Um, he's now dropped down from a score of 90 to 54 this season. Um, so we haven't seen too much of him as well. Um, Walsh, he pips him statistically this year because he's got more try assists, more line break assists. This is obviously before the Manly game. And He's got more run meters per game and a stronger kicking game. So all of those um, assets to his game, just pip him above Ponga. He has played one game extra than Kalen Ponga this season. Um, but, yeah, uh, statistically, I had Reese Walsh just above Kalen Ponga here. But, geez, he's really dropped um, and really fallen from grace. And that's really interesting to see, especially when he's just won a, a big contract with Newcastle this season too, Ponga. Mate, is there any player that's... Uh, I'm probably putting you on the spot here, but is there any player that's dropped more than KP um, over the season? Uh, I have yet to find someone who can go down from 90 to 54. Most of the players in my top 10 are all sitting pretty happily in the at least the top 20. There's been no other surprises um, but Kalen Ponga so far. Yeah, wow. All right, let's have a look at the wingers. And, mate, two guys that... Um, I think both have played well enough to play Origin. I think Corey Oates, he's been incredibly unlucky. You've picked him. And you've also gone with one of your boys from the Cowboys, Toalungi, who's obviously in the squad. In the squad, uh, And I think he's played incredibly well this year. Uh, neither of them have been picked, and I can understand why they haven't. But I'll tell you what, if Billy Slater would have announced that he picked these two, I wouldn't have pushed back on it at all. They've both been sensational. Yeah, absolutely. The The reason I was going for Corey Oates here over his uh, uh, teammate, Selwyn Cobbo, 
Um, just such a great kick return meter. He, he's third, actually, in the NRL for kick returns. He's above Tupo and Cobo as well in that in that regard. Um, so really rate um, how well Corey Oates has been playing in that in that bringing back the ball, averaging so much more meters um, than Selwyn Cobo. A lot of people see Selwyn Cobo as a great finisher, which he is, um, but Corey Oates in the nitty and gritty and the hard stuff, running it out of his own end. Um, that's where he's been absolutely amazing for the Brisbane Broncos, um, averaging 164 metres per game compared to Selwyn Cobbo, all the way down at 121 metres. That's why I picked him over um, Selwyn. Tao Lungi, another great player, one of the great finishers of the game. He's almost turning into a Sione Katoa-like player on the wing there for the Cowboys. Um, and it's not just because He's a cowboy that I picked him, but he has been playing some great footy um, for them. And I really rate how he's been going ahead with his game on that left-hand side. Really killer combination. I think the chemistry, although it's not picked on chemistry, my statistical ratings, the chemistry of Val Holmes would have been really good on that left edge. But Xavier Coates, you can't go past him 11 tries this season. Um, he has done enough to keep his spot um, for Origin. Now, mate, you didn't pick any of the same wingers as Billy Slater, but you've absolutely nailed your centres. The two obvious choices here, Val Holmes and Dane Gagai. Uh, I don't think anyone would push back on those two. Did anyone challenge them to get into that spot? Uh, absolutely not. I think Dane Gagai and Valentine Holmes were the main centre pairing um, for that pick. Um, just having a look now through and seeing if there was anyone decent um, and I just can't find one for you, unfortunately. They're, they are pretty much the top two. You could sort of, I don't know if you want to call him a centre, but he is injured. Tessie New would probably be the next sort of player to, to sort of reach that possible gap. But other than that, it's uh, most uh, mostly Coates, uh, sorry, Gagai and Holmes. I'll tell you what, I couldn't think of a centre to throw at myself, but Tessie New would not have been the one I would have thought of. So that just shows uh, how good these two have been compared to all the other centres. Mate, let's move into the halves. and Another duo that you've absolutely nailed here. Uh, we'll talk about the 5'8 first. Cam Munster, as a New South Wales fan, he scares the living shit out of me. Uh, I think he's in for a big series, and uh, he picks himself here, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's been great for the... Uh, Melbourne Storm so far this season. He leads the comp in try assists for 5'8", um, with 11, just one above Tommy Dearden, who was also um, picked in the squad as well. So you can't go past Cam Munster. He's been great. 26 try involvement. Um, his running game as well has taken a new storm. Can't believe that he averages over 101 metres a game from just 10 carries. Um, that's 10 metres per run, basically. At least a line break a game, four tackle breaks, um, he's really come to his own in this um, this season, especially on the booze van, and hopefully it's enough to guide Queensland home. Mate, at halfback, you've absolutely nailed this one too with DCE getting selected uh, by Billy Slater and in your team as well, the Maroon skipper. Another one that I'm just thinking off the dome of anyone that would have challenged him, Sam Walker hasn't been overly impressive this year. I'm not sure if you would have counted Tommy Dearden uh, in the halfback stakes because he is playing 5-8. Was there anyone that got close to taking DCE out of your side? Yeah, I don't think there was. Um, unlike New South Wales, it wasn't as hotly contested. I think these were two standout players. Um, I mean, Ezra Mahem, I guess, if you really wanted to throw a youngster in the mix, he has a really good rate, average rating at the moment, but that's only because he's played a handful of games. Um, and I'm not even sure. Is he Queen- I'm pretty sure he's Queenslander, Ezra. Um, but yeah, no one in Kuwait of these two. 
Mate, let's dive into the forward pack, and uh, you've hit this pretty well along the pack and on the bench as well. You've done pretty damn well here, realistically. Uh, Tino, he picks himself from the Gold Coast Titans. I think he has been incredible this year for the Gold Coast, and I don't think he's getting enough uh, credit for the work that he does up there. Yeah, absolutely. He's been killing it. Um, a lot of the talk has been obviously around the form of the Titans, particularly another main man in uh, David Fafita. Um, but Tino is captain, a young captain as well, just continuing to kill it. Um, he's definitely the top player there, and there's no one else that really contested to that one besides Ruben Cotter, um, the other player that I was going to mention there, uh, who is playing lock instead of in the front row. Um, but I think he will be absolutely incredible. He's only let in um, one try this whole season, so he's up there in that echelon with Isaiah Yo and Cam Murray defensively. Um, obviously, he had 63 tackles and no misses against a great attacking side like Penrith in his previous NRL game. So um, that is why Ruben Cotter and Tina are up, are up top in the front rowers. I think we'll have to pay that one on uh, Ruben Cotter, mate, even though he's been picked in the 13s. Obviously, played in the front row all year. Mate, your hooker. Um, you haven't named the same starting hooker as Billy Slater, but uh, you have named Ben Hunt on the bench as well. We'll get to him. But you've got Harry Grant as your starting nine. Um, I imagine it must be tough. You, you obviously couldn't probably pick Ben Hunt at hooker because he's played halfback all year uh, for the Dragons. But I imagine Harry Grant, he would have been an absolute standout in this spot. Yeah, absolutely. Rated 97, similar to Nico Hines. He's in my top five um, rated, statistically rated players um, so far this season. He's got 10 tries in nine games. Unbelievable for a hooker. Um, all these line breaks as well. He's really been killing it um, for the Melbourne Storm, actually. He's, third, he's tied second in line breaks for hookers this season, and he's played four less games than most of those players in that top 10 list. Um, so... You can't go past Harry Grant here, but um, Ben Hunt, I think I was talking to you earlier that Ben Hunt could be the go at nine and then Harry Grant off the bench, which is a really unpopular decision um, because of how well Harry Grant is. And I know he's injured and sick, but I just feel Ben Hunt can start the game, get that composure, build pressure, even with his kicking game out of dummy half. um, And then Harry Grant is just going to be explosive off the bench. I really like him to, to set up Josh Papali'i, I reckon, out of dummy half, catch a blue off by off guard as well. So that's what I'm foreseeing here. But, yeah, for the time being, Harry Grant was the uh, the clear winner at hooker. Mate, I know that you and Denon have been saying that for a few weeks, and I've, I've sort of been blowing it off to some extent. But as soon as Billy Slater named it the other day, I just sat there and went, ah, oh, fuck, that's going to hurt us. I can already tell it's going to be a good pick and it's going to sting us. Mate, in the second row, uh, you picked two guys who didn't make the team. One of them's made the squad, and I think that guy is incredibly unlucky not to be in this team, in the Queensland Maroons team. You've gone for Jai Arrow and Bo Furmore. Tell us about these two. Yeah, I think uh, Bo Furmore particularly was unlucky to, to miss out on a spot. Um, he's taken over that left second row, which David Fafita absolutely annihilated last season. Um, he's third for the least penalties given, so he's really disciplined, um, especially in a Titan side that's fairly ill-disciplined. Um, he's fourth for try involvements as well um, for second rowers, um, and he's seventh for tackles for second rowers as well so far in the comp. So both of them are very unlucky not to, to push through here. He, would, he was definitely a massive outsider. No one was calling his name. No one's been talking about him. But I think um, another underrated player, as, as well as Tino, um, in that Gold Coast Titans side, who will be pushing for selection, if not this uh, origin, 
um, but Origins to come. Meanwhile, Jay Arrow, a former uh, Queensland Origin player, but I think he played last year as well. Um, really unlucky not to play, not to get the nod here as well. He's a great. He's one of the best um, players, effort players. Um, so the most sort of effort he can do in a minute. Um, his his stats per minute are really good. Um, they always stack up, but unfortunate not to, to push through here. But he was definitely uh, one of my starting second rowers. David Fafita also ranked into he would be a starting second row with Bo Firma if he had been available and not out with his injury. Ooh, interesting one there. It's gonna it's gonna be good to see uh, if Fafita is able to break his way into this team as it moves forwards. I've uh, I've got my doubts over it, but we know he he can just do things that other guys can't. Let's move to your lock forward, and you go on with the Brisbane Broncos champion Paddy Carrigan. Uh, he's really impressed me this year. He's having a cracking season. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, Patty coming um, off the back of injury as well really solidified his spot. He deserves to be. Um, playing at this rate, 128 run metres. Um, he averages 15 runs. His defence is also really good as well. Um, he's only He hasn't conceded a try at all. He's only conceded one line break. So once again, another strong defensive player that the Maroons need. Um, and he averages 28 tackles. Um, and he's only missed five in eight games. So most games he goes without a miss, which is pretty incredible, um, playing in the middle there for the Broncos especially the last two seasons they've recently had as well. So um, I thought Paddy Carrigan was very unlucky not to make the spot here. Oh, sorry, he has made the spot, um, but not to start at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mate, he's going to be – I think he's going to be part of this Maroon system for quite some time moving forward. Mate, we move to your bench. You've got four guys here. Um, two of them are in the team. One of them's making their debut of the other two. One of them's in the extended squad. The other one has missed out on selection altogether, but – I have noticed his name pop up more and more um, on your statistical sheets as the season has gone on. So this one doesn't overly shock me. We'll start with him. That's Big Joe O, Joe Offahengawi. He's had a pretty solid season, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. His move to lock has been really good for the West Tigers. Um, Not many people are talking about it. He's rated 72 in my ratings, which is actually above players like Ola Kawatu, Crichton and Kalol Matungi. Um, I think he was really unlucky not to make a start. He averages 30 tackles um, for the West Tigers week in, week out. Um, he also has had, um, he, sorry, he also averages around 12 runs, which is around that Angus Crichton mark. He doesn't make too many run meters, 95, but uh, he's been really good with offloads, averaging one a game. He's also been good with tackle breaks as well. So a bit unfortunate, Joe-O, um, but... He, there's some new players that are definitely running around the pack that definitely deserve to be in that side over him. Um, I wonder if he will get it, if he, how close he was to an origin spot. I know a few young backs made the reserves for the Queensland Maroons um, over some forwards. So it'll be interesting to see if Offering Gowie is anywhere in Billy Slater's plans for the future. Mate, Jeremiah Nanai, I imagine that he must have absolutely smashed it on your stat sheet uh, for the season, obviously scoring so many tries. And, and mate, his his defensive capabilities, they've really picked up in the last five or six weeks, which I'm sure would have helped him a lot on your sheet. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the interesting thing with Jeremiah Nanai is that he hasn't had too many line breaks um, because he's scored every try from the air. Um, but he's a great aerial threat, 10 tries in 12 games. I think someone's saying it was the most tries that an NRL player, that a second rower has scored um, to start the season. Um, it's one of the best records there. But also in defence, I think in the last game against Penrith, he, he tackled for 51 tackles for just one miss or something stupid like that. So it was um, he's been really good in defence, and that's off the back of uh, what Toddy Payton's done up there in North Queensland. He's deserved the spot as well, so don't be afraid to see Money or uh, DCE put up a kick towards uh, his end because he will be jumping up and uh, trying to take a ball over the top of, um, I think he's up against Sims, probably not a known high jumper, uh, Tarek Sims, um, and if not him, you got Ryan Madison as well there, so be interested to see how he goes. Mate, the fiery front rower out of the Brisbane Broncos, Tommy Flegler, he gets a spot on your bench as well. He's on the extended bench in Billy Slater's side, also having a very good season. I thought that some penalties conceded might have kept him out of your side, but, uh, uh, mate, outside outside of those penalties, he has had a cracking season. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, this one was a really interesting pick. I had to dig deep because um, at the time, Mo Fodawaka was injured. He would have gotten the nod ahead of um uh, Tom Flegler, um, Fodawake obviously played that next weekend um, against the Cowboys, but at the time he, he was on that injury list, so I thought he was really unfortunate not to make it ahead of him. Um, but yeah, Flegler was the next in line front row-wise. Um, as you mentioned, pretty ill-disciplined, but still getting the job done and enough to, to push his uh, case as the starting front row of Queensland. But really, you look past him and you really got no one else um, for starting at props or, or any props there besides Tino and Cotter, who we've mentioned before. So really interesting there about the depth of front rowers uh, for Queensland heading if they lose one. Um, but I'm sure Mo Fodawake will be um, in the squad hopefully next game. Mate, your last player, uh, the last player that we're going to talk about is your utility, Benny Hunt. Billy Slater's obviously picked him as his starting hooker. Um, he's right at the very top of the Daly M count. I think he's second or third at the moment. Uh, Benny Hunt is having an unbelievable season in a struggling Dragon side. Yeah, absolutely. He's been really great for the Dragons, especially in attack. In his kicking game, has been incredible too. Um, where I'm really concerned about him is defensively, conceded uh, nine uh, tries in just 12 games. So I'm really curious there because Teddy's five of the 12 line breaks that Teddy's made this season has been through the middle and they might seem to target him, I reckon, the New South Wales Blues um, in this game because he does miss a few tackles in that middle, but I'm sure he'll be protected there by guys like Cotter and Carrigan um, coming through as well as Tino. So um, there is that that little blur in it, but other than that, Benny Hunt. Also his touches, I think he's been averaging around 80, 90 touches as well a game. So he loves to get his hand on the footy. Hook is the perfect place for him to do that. So we'll see how he goes, especially his kicking game. If he can control it, take the pressure off Daly, Cherry Evans and Cam Munster. Mainly Cherry Evans as he is also um, a prolific kicker um, as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he's used. Um, but yeah, it'll be really interesting to see uh, how, how Origin 1 plays out with these two teams. Rando, I want to know before I let you go, uh, where will you be having a little Rex Hunt on the uh, State of Origin? Where, where, where are you going to for your try scorers and your margins and whatnot? Well, I know that um, looking at the stats, 
Uh, 16 out of the last 18 season openers. Uh, the game has been decided by 10 or less points. So I can't pick a team. I never can in Origin Game 1. So I love to go either team less than 10 points. Uh, I also like the total match points. 18 out of the last 20 um, season openers have been decided by less than 46 total match points. And my try scorer, I can't split it between Teddy and Cobbo. I'm going to go James Tedesco purely because he scored in each of his last four games against the, uh, sorry, at a core stadium. Ten tries in his last ten games there. Um, but you've got to look at Selwyn Cobbo as well. Munster and DCE as halves combos have played nine games together and the right winger has scored on seven occasions for Queensland um, in that time. So Cobbo could be a, a juicy fourth add to that uh, four-leg multi. Um, other than that, Teddy, either team by 10, and uh, the total match points under 46. Rando, we absolutely love it. Thank you for giving us your time once again. I know you've got a busy schedule tonight, jumping on a few podcasts, starting to get some real momentum out there. So we do appreciate your time as always, mate, and we look forward to having you back next week uh, to get back into our normal routine. Sounds good. Thanks, Guru, for having me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 